Hey, welcome back. It's Kathleen. This is This Insecure Life, and it just turned 11-11, so make a wish. It's on my uh, my dime today. <laughs> mm, don't tell anyone what it is. All right, I am with you, fully and completely. Uh, shucks. Shoot, sugar. It was really hard for me to figure out what to talk about this week. Honestly, I have a list, but I feel like it's a school project type thing where you're like, oh, there's so many topics. None of them are just resonating with me or they're not. What is working in my life right now? And um, I will talk about them all (laughs) at some point with just myself and I'm starting to line up some guests we just got to logistically get those episodes recorded but they'll be coming at you hopefully in the next month or so Um, some long distance some more local all good things it was weird because I had the last two weeks all prepped and so coming into this feels a little bit scattery which just shows that I really should stay on top of my life a little bit more. However, um, it was kind of nice to take a step back. I have been, wow, reflective like the last month. (laughs) And it's all been really good things. Uh, So this is this is going to be a little bit more general. Let's say it's more mm, a check-in episode, which I think I want to throw in every once in a while. So just check in with you if this is working for you, listening or engaging with me online. And if it is great, and if it's not, then honestly, it's cool for you to pull back too. That's what this is all about. Um, I don't believe I ever really stated it, but I did sort of start this as a little bit of a therapy project for myself in the sense that I felt like I had lost my voice somewhere along the way, somewhere with my insecurity. And I just wanted my voice back. I think... (laughs) very very slowly it's it's starting to come back which is very exciting and extraordinarily scary all at the same time so (laughs) while this is a little bit of a general check-in I do want to talk about patterns um, in our lives that have either been pushed upon us and then adopted by us or those patterns we created as insecurities crept in and a couple ways that um, I personally find I can shake off (laughs) patterns a little bit at least at least for a little while and um, I'll throw some links into 
uh, the show notes just because I read a couple articles that were semi-related. It, it feels like a really grand leap in some ways to talk about insecurity and patterns. Or maybe it's not and it's just one of those more philosophical discussions that is, can be more, more fun to discuss with someone. But you got me and I got you. So we can have this discussion. Um, a lot of my patterns that relate to insecurity start with a fun thing I do that is overthinking. And my overthinking means that I ignore sort of all the four agreements. It means I ignore my gut and my intuition I get highly logical, very fact-focused, and sometimes that can be really good. And sometimes it can cause a whole lot of problems, especially because it becomes repetitive. It becomes a pattern. And those thought patterns then sort of spill out into behavior patterns that can be detrimental to my relationships or my own productivity because I just get so stuck in my head. Yeah, so that that's sort of a basis. Um, it's hard for me to like I was trying to think of like one specific pattern and and one story I could share that sort of demonstrated this. And I just think there are too many and also I'm kind of I'm kind of sleepy right now, guys. I'm going to be real honest with you about that. <laughs> so my brain is not thinking as much as it normally is. I will say that I truly believe all feelings are valid, but a lot of times overthinking for me also leads to exacerbating feelings, intensifying them, making them a lot. And it's not a bad thing again, unless you turn those thoughts and those feelings into a not so great negative action or behavior. Um, and this can be this can be any sort of coping mechanism. So I have I have a lot. <laughs> um, I tend to overdrink. Um, I do have some self-harm behaviors that occasionally show up, crop up when I don't know how to process or think or insecurity about one thing has just led me down a rabbit hole of thought. And this is where I, I think I talk about it in a lot of episodes, but one of the best things for me is 
moving locations. <laughs> so yeah, travel for sure. But also, sometimes I have a really hard time sleeping. And when I still lived at my parents' house, they have a four-bedroom house. Um, and I would start the night in my room. Sometimes move to my sister's room. <laughs> sometimes move to my brother's room. And then end up in my parents' bed where I finally crashed. And sometimes it only moved once. Um, and sometimes I still didn't sleep. But that physical act of getting up and moving seemed to help a whole lot. So just stop for a moment, whatever you're doing, unless it's something dangerous, like if you're driving or you're walking, um, crossing the street, if you're operating heavy machinery, if you're at a gym, maybe not, not like actually stop, but just, just take a moment and pause and think about some of the patterns in your life that you're stuck in because of one of your insecurities or maybe the only insecurity and break it down is is it healthy if it's healthy great I think then it's just a good habit but if there's this pattern of self-destruct in it or avoidance and you know that addressing that behavior would actually somehow improve your life and then actually maybe reduce your insecurity because I think a lot of the times we get into these patterns and it just enforces the root cause. I mean, my sleep example is not really the best, but learning and training ourselves, we're, we're animals. We train dogs and cats and monkeys and mammals, like dolphins, whales, all the time. So we can be trained. We know that. That's, that's what building habits is. Repeated patterns of behavior or relationships, often we're still trying to learn something, at least in my experience. So breaking it down and trying to navigate what it is that we're actually supposed to be learning can be really, really helpful. It's funny because I think even in taking action and creating this, this media whether people listen or not I mean I have an ego I check the stats um, sometimes I can figure out <laughs> where people are and who's listening and, and that can either you know excite me or terrify me um, but In doing this, in being able to give myself a space to speak 
and hopefully hit home with someone else even if even if it's one person then i've broken my pattern of taking my own voice away um and that sounds crazy but while i <laughs> i have crippling anxiety no i don't i'm not uh not right now i can and i've definitely experienced it and i have really bad insecurity about a whole bunch of things that i laid out earlier and some of them have changed and shifted and gotten a little less and some have gotten a little more and there's new insecurities cropping up kind of all the time the one thing I can say that talking about it in a month and a half for myself is is giving myself that voice and giving myself value and time even if (laughs) there's lots of things that need to be adjusted and more things that can come and change and grow and having that and having an outlet that is mine and mine alone with the help of your ears and the help of your participation and with the help of guests because no man is an island as the cliche and quote goes it's just been wild um so yeah the last last two weeks have been pretty crazy for me just in general um I am definitely Um, I used to say I was an extroverted introvert. There's that new term ambivert now. I still think I'm probably more an extroverted introvert, but who knows? Who cares? I really recharge when I'm by myself. And as much as I joke (laughs) that I hate people, (laughs) I, I really don't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be vulnerable and open and sure, maybe I need to do that a little bit more, even with you uh, in the short stories I share but (laughs) I kind of hope you can hear that Bobbin's bringing me a toy right now hi baby girl she she likes to bring me gifts and they're not things that used to be alive so it's my favorite kind of gift (laughs) Um, but yeah So I've lost my train of thought and I'm going to try and find it, but this one step, as imperfect as it is, as flawed as it is, has been really helpful in giving myself a voice. So what is one thing you can do that might help you break down that first barrier to whatever that insecurity was you thought earlier that pattern that is 
happening for you, whether it's a thought pattern or a behavior pattern or a coping mechanism that might not be the best thing for you. What's one thing you can do or change that isn't always going to necessarily be consistent or perfect, but it will help? I mean, smaller things when it comes to sort of my emotional eating patterns that stems from a whole bunch of insecurities that I'll dive into in individual episodes is like taking a really deep breath and having a glass of water and then doing a scan of both my body and my feelings before I act. And sometimes it helps and sometimes it doesn't. But being active in some way, taking control, taking your power back because it's your power. It's your life. It's your identity. You get to make those decisions. And it sucks sometimes to make those decisions. But it can also be really, really amazing. And I can say that because... In the last week, I've had thoughts that don't come naturally or easy to me. So I've also been really, really trying to stop with the internal negative self-talk. So... I don't know who said it or I don't know the psychology behind it, but I've heard it a couple times even in the last little while where the first thought we have is the thought we've been conditioned to have. So say someone is walking down the street and they are not society's standard of beauty and you think that you have an terrible thought and you're like oh that person is hideous or that person shouldn't be wearing that or like what the hell they're wearing crocs and sandals like whatever that thought is that accompanies this non-idealized standard of beauty that first thought has been conditioned into you but it's your second thought the one where you go hold up (laughs) no They're super confident. Look how, like, tall they're standing. And, like, damn, I wish I could pull off those sunglasses. Or that hat. Or look how happy they are with that smile. Like, that second thought is truly who you are. And it takes a while to get there. So it's similar to that internal self-talk. At least for me. It's been a whole lot of, you're not worth it, you don't have a voice, no one cares, Um, you're so fat, (laughs) and turning it into even just being kinder. So, you're so fat can turn into, for me, 
Today, my body was able to walk or climb stairs or teach a yoga class. <laughs> and that's a good thing. And the no one cares thing just comes down to showing myself examples internally of people caring. Your friend, Joseph, sent you a letter. They wouldn't have done that if they didn't care. You got a text message from Cindy asking how you are. People don't do that if they don't care. So really taking that second step to undo the first. Which, like I said, resulted in some thoughts that I'm going to share that honestly they just, I just had them and they were good and beautiful and I didn't need to do the secondary follow-up. I just got to feel warm and comforted and secure, which is strange, <laughs> but kind of awesome. Um, one of them was, I really do like myself. I don't love everything, but I like who I am. And it was as simple as that. I really didn't give myself space to follow it up with anything or to add a but or disclaimer. That was the full thought. And the second one, which ironically, maybe not, was harder uh, to recognize, but again, ended up with me just feeling really secure and warm and fuzzy and I actually physically smiled when I thought it was I'm really happy right now. I'm really good at saying and feeling frustration and I'm getting better with anger and sadness but there's a fear in letting myself be happy that is that fear of failure, right? If you achieve something, what else is there? This is weird perfectionist in me that I don't know. It just exists. And it exists in part because of my insecurity. And to just be able to have the thought of I feel happy and I like myself and hold them and feel them and own them and be in them and not add anything or not take anything away felt like a really huge achievement. So again, small changes, taking your voice back, taking your power back, creating who you are, 
and baby steps, tiny, tiny steps, I think really do hit home. And this isn't anything new and it's not groundbreaking. And I'm sure 15 other people have told you this today. (laughs) But sometimes it takes that 16th person. And sometimes it takes the 100th person. So I would love for you to share with me if if you're comfortable. um, What it is that, you know, you are working on and we can work on it together and we can do these check in episodes if that doesn't work for you and you just want to do it by yourself cool maybe keep a journal it doesn't have to be a crazy journal it can just be you know a bullet journal but find a way that you can keep track of the things you're doing for yourself and know that that matters and know that I'm cheering for you And know that even if you record your podcast a couple hours before you have to release it, (laughs) or if you write that paper (laughs) for school a couple hours before you have to do it, as long as you get it done, as long as you figure out a way to get past it, it works. I've also, I think I've said it before, a lot of these feelings we have I have, you have, people in your life have. They show up the same in the body. So being anxious, and and I'm talking about just being anxious. I'm not talking about anxiety disorders with this. But being anxious, being nervous, you get that same butterfly in your stomach feeling as excitement. But it's all how we talk about it, right? So, yeah. I I am a little bit terrified of losing my voice again. Now that I feel like it's kind of back. And I'm a little bit terrified of having to fight to say so simply I like myself and I'm kind of scared for that I'm happy to to go away fully knowing it's going to come and go because that's what life is there's there's no ups If you don't have downs, it just becomes a playing field. Honestly, I've never been to Saskatchewan, but I assume that's what it would look like. (laughs) You are from Saskatchewan. (laughs) I hear it's beautiful. I just haven't been there yet. But it's really flat. Which is cool. Sometimes you just need to have that level playing field for a while. Anyways, my point is, a lot of the times how our body shows things is the same. 
And it's just what we attribute as negative or positive or neutral. That's it, folks. That's all. That's all I got. (laughs) I think you're super rad. I am stoked to hear from you if you want to share. Um, so I always, I always throw the stuff, the stuff, my contact stuff in um, the show notes. But A, as you know, if you listen to podcasts at all, rating, reviewing, and subscribing is super helpful. So if you want to, if this resonates with you, cool, please do it. I would love it. It would mean the world to me. If you don't, I understand. But if you want to email me, it's insecurelifepod at gmail.com. Twitter is insecurelifepod. Instagram, this insecure life. And Facebook is insecurelifepod. So you can hit me up there, send messages or comments. Um, Reach out if you want to be a guest. I'm going to try and work on that. Uh, spreadsheet in the next couple days so I can start booking people in and getting you some new voices and content. Um, Right now, it's a lot of females. There are a lot of women. So if you are a dude or you're non-binary, gender fluid, and you want to hit me up, please do so. All right. You know what to do. If you want to peace out, peace out. Lead with love. If you want to take a breath with me, take a breath with me. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening.